glory to God. Y'all may be seated in heavenly places. Amen. I'll fill in the gaps. Matter of fact, let me have that. Yourself. My goodness. It's a good atmosphere. It's kind of thin right now. It's good. I mean, I can climb high in the altitude now. <laughs> I'm going to do it too. But I'm going to do it with simplicity. doing? Ooh, man, man, man. I love the people of God. Good to see you. I don't know about I say I love the people of God. Man, all right, come on, I need a little interaction today. Just a little bit, you know. I need just the spirit in here, man. All right. Hey, Rob. Is that Prophet Thomasine? <laughs> you got you to gotta acknowledge. Y'all just don't know about the gift, man. She got a gift. She see deep. She see deep. She really does. The Bible says give honor to who honor is due. Man, y'all look good today. Y'all look good. Y'all look like either you just solemn or you scared. What's, what's going on? I told you last week, there's, there's no conviction when we come to church. No conviction whatsoever. Come in any way I want. Think how I want to think. You know, God is interested in how you think. Mm. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Oh, how's you thinking? Excuse me, how was your heart? See, a lot of times we, we, we come to church, but it's like, it's still something I don't quite know how to function. I don't quite know how this thing all works. I want to, I got like, man, I got like 10 subjects I want to discuss with y'all today. Because it's like 10 different things y'all dealing with today. So I'm like, what do you want? Which way do I go? Because <laughs> if you're here, you came here to receive. Okay. Man, I'm like, where do I go, Lord? Where do I start? It's like, you keep throwing a few things in remembrance. We, we talked about love on Friday. It was so good, though, right? We talked about being uh, vulnerable. Minister Whitney really taught on Friday vulnerability. And we think it's a negative word, but it's a real good, it's a powerful word. 
And, and with that, you being vulnerable, you get to see God. You, when you're not vulnerable, you, you're shut off. You're not exposed. You, you are controlling it. You got to filter. Your heart got to filter. Your eyes got to filter because you're protecting your heart. You don't want somebody to know something about you. I'm sorry, man. With God, everything is open and naked. Everything. See, what the problem is that we don't know how to interact with people knowing things about us. You know why? Because you care. And you don't realize that that person is there to help you. But see, I told you, you, you're not vulnerable. You're standoffish. <laughs> Peekaboo, I see you. All right, come on. That's one thing. You can't, you can't hide here. You, wanna, you don't want to do that. <laughs> it's not going to help you. If, and you remember, when we're not vulnerable, it prolongs our destiny. It prolongs our purpose. It prolongs, you know, the things and the people that you are supposed to minister to because you are standoffish. But I get it. But I do get it, though. Because we've never been loved properly. So it's hard for you when somebody come up to you and they don't, they, 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 you know things about them, but you don't care in that manner. Only you care, but they don't like, I, I got some stuff too. <laughs> I got a heart too. The Bible says it's evil, wicked. Who could know it? You just got to bring understanding. It's like we, we got to get this thing about vulnerability we got to get this thing it's so many things and we got to get this thing about love get this in your spirit love is not a feeling love is not a feeling love is not an emotion Love is a choice. That's it. Love is a choice. Everybody say, yep. Mm -hmm, yeah, but love is a choice. It, so married couples, you... You, when you say you love each other, how do you get a divorce? Because I thought that's what gluten kept you together. When you said, I do, that was your choice. You made a covenant, an eternal choice. But the problem is, you made that choice here on the earth. You made that choice here in the natural. <laughs> you didn't make that choice in the heavens. You, you didn't make that choice, that covenant. You didn't cut that covenant in the heavenlies, in the spiritual. Because what's loose there should be loose here. And what's bound there should be bound here. Divorce. 
neither do they marry in heaven. The angels. Oh, I'm just saying. Y'all missing everything. So when you made your vow, where did you make it? You made it in time? Because everything in time decays. Pass away, yes. Now, I made my covenant in heaven. I thought the miracle would be like, yes! <laughs> Speak it to your future, man. Y'all, this is, why is like we come to church and we come to church. We, I'm not coming here to learn how to function with you like that. It's like we come to church. It's like, hey, like we, yeah, it's awkward. Like we don't know how to function with each other. If you save and I'm saved and we are perfect strangers, man, we can have a conversation. It don't matter. Hold on. I think that's the problem. It's being saved. If you're saved and I'm saved, what's the issue? Oh, we got something in common. This is how you have great relationships. You find interest. Y'all have the same interest. Well, Jesus is my interest. And Jesus is your. Oh, come on. Let's talk. I mean, a perfect stranger. All I need to know is that you are saved. See, it, I don't know how to connect. <laughs> your receiver or your receptacle is not connected. Take the filter off. <sighs> Y'all going to be rough today. I thought we were saved. Okay, and y'all make me jump ahead of myself. All right, okay, all right. All right. Maybe me, you know, if you abide in sin, the Bible said you're dead. <laughs> so if you abide in the sin, you're dead. This is where you get infused, injected. You get, you get quickened. When you come with a... I just got to, can I just jump a little bit? Y'all flow with me a little bit? Be fluid? All right. <laughs> I mean, how many of y'all, y'all get a lot of churches and, you know, they, they, they follow miracles. Y'all know that, y'all know that crowd, right? Yeah, go ahead, Sam, talk about it. You got to be careful with that. Let me just throw it out because some of you may need to hear this if you know somebody in these movements. Be careful when you hear the word movement. Run. This is not a movement. This is the gospel. You stop changing in different fads and saying all kind of things and 
that's so cliche means nothing. See, we don't, when we do that, we don't know our language. We miss our Christian language, how we are supposed to talk to each other. Yeah? Mm, okay. All right. I told y'all we, I told y'all on Friday that we, that they're systematically removing your books. They're removing recorded history. And just like, you know, um, in Egypt, they had the great library of Alexander. And, it, and what happened? It burnt. And I told you, this is how you got the Kindle fire. So Kindle fire is reducing or, or it's, it's taking over your books, your natural books, and burning them. So you'll just use the Kindle fire. Kindle fire. That's where your electronic books are. And we, yeah, yeah, we, I just think you get both. But don't just go all the way. They, they burn the books. And, and that's what they're doing. So if I can burn the books, I can still control you. Just like television programming. Mind control. That, that's what's happening. You know, your brain's at, you know, 100 or 60 megahertz. And the TV set is set at 60 megahertz. So if I'm on the same wavelength of you, I can transmit to you and you can, I can transmit to you. And you don't, you're all under a spell. But we, the church don't see it like that. See, oh man, what's wrong with us? We want all this self-help. I mean, but there's no power. It's all to veer you away from the truth. It's happening. All the foods that you eat, those foods that you eat are designed to, to manipulate you. Oh my God. I just like, can I get back to where, but see, that's the thing. As the body of Christ, we're, we're not informed. And when you're not informed, I can use you. I can make you do anything you want. I can counterfeit you. So the foods that they, all the foods that they're changing your makeup. They, they're changing the hormones in you. So a lot of our young men, and y'all better be careful with this soy. Don't feed your boys soy. It changes. It changes that hormone in them. That masculine her hormone. From a child. See, you got to be careful what you feed your children. Because it changes them. So now they're effeminate. Because of what they but see, no, y'all just, no, we don't, we don't see it. We don't get it. We don't get it. Can I, can I just inform you so you won't be blind, unaware? I'm trying. <laughs> That's not the message, but 
It is the message. And you are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. The enemy is seeks to destroy you any way, body, soul, and spirit. You are what you eat. And when you eat it, you are that. It's just y'all got to see the Kindle Fire thing. Y'all got to see it. They named it what they're doing. They're burning one, so you will receive this one, and I can control you. It's just systematically happening. It's just, it's just a progressive. It's progressive in, in Satan, his dominating of you. And our churches are just filled with Satan. See, I'm going to say something, y'all. Just That's why churches all flock into miracles. Well, Pharaoh, his, his, his magicians, they perform miracles. So, I'm not flocking to where they're having the miracle because Satan does the same thing. Devilish miracles. So, a lot of people put their whole life in following ministries that do miracles. And what they're not putting their faith in is the miracle maker, which is God. Oh, my goodness. That's another one. Sunday service. Mm, they, they don't even know what I'm talking about. Y'all know Kanye. Y'all know what he's doing, right? Do y'all know what he's doing? See, the, the, the Christian, we're not upset. We're just letting, matter of fact, we're going with him. We're going right on in with him. Because we hooked on personalities. Instead of the gospel. Yeah. See, see how he manipulates you? You walk around with the Bible, ain't saying nothing. You get mad. We can make all kind of jokes about Christ. You're comedians, all of them. How come they don't joke? Huh? How come they don't joke? Allah. Hmm? Or Muhammad. How come not one of them? But they would joke Christ. And you'll be at the you'll be right there at the concert. See? I'm going someplace. No conviction. I told you, all of it is to desensitize you to the voice of God. To the movement of God. And it's happening right here in the church. Isn't that crazy? 
told you and last week, and they they had to pass a law out in um, what did I say it was uh, Tennessee somewhere, and it was about you know this is years ago about alcohol, but fifty percent of the voters for the establishment to sell liquor were Christians. Anything that changes, alters your being is not God. Oh, I told you the same thing. Well, God made the herb. He made that. Smoke it. But he, you're not smoking poison. Oh, it's green. Roll it up. Dry it. Okay. You're not smoking poison. It's green. Roll it up. It's all good. See, it's a choice. You, God don't send nobody to hell. You choose. <laughs> it wasn't even designed for you. You choose. Just like you choose to be mad. Just like you choose to be angry. No one made you. You chose. Just like you can choose to shut me out right now. I'm going to walk right on through this thing. This is what happened, preacher. So many people go to church and they say, I'm a believer. Yeah. Many people go to church and say, I am a believer, but you're not saved. Many people say they go to church. But you're not saved. Hmm. You know the plan, but you don't know the man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can we just do some truths today? I told you, the battle is not with flesh and blood. It's not about when the Antichrist is coming. It's not about when the bomb's going to let. It's not about who is the false prophet. It is a war over the truth. The war of the truth. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Deja, I'm going to make sure you have the truth. Okay? I'm going to make sure. This is what they say, Tutu. I've seen what God has done. I've seen his mighty works. Everything he's done. He's powerful, but you've never had a change of heart. Oh, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm, I, I believe, and the demons believe, too. So you need, to, you need to understand that they believe, too. 
yet they're not saved. You said you believe. And I said some of you believe, but you're not saved. The demons believe, but they're not saved. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to wake up today. Supposed to be that light in the earth. You are. Okay. All right. Yes. That's what that means, people. I've seen God do all these things. I've been here this long time. But there's never been a change in your heart. You're the same. You're the same when you did Romans 10, 9. You're the same. There hadn't been a change in your heart. And I want to know, as believers, why do you keep falling? Everybody in church ain't saved. Everybody come and raise their hands and do their tithe and offering and, and, and praise God, but they're all not saved. No conviction in church. I can come in. I can live my life. I can talk to you any way I want. Not if you're saved. No, not if you're saved. You can't talk to her like that. I don't, I don't know if anybody hear me back here today. You can't talk to her like that. If you are saved. You can't respond like that if you are saved. You can't think like that if you are saved. I told you guys, I believe. And I just showed you that the demons believe and they're not saved. Come on. You should do something. You should be quickening in your seat right now. See, if you're not, if you haven't even thought about it, so now you got to be careful. How I'm thinking. Can I just keep on? Just a little bit? All right. People don't know they're in a backslidden state. You got people that come to church and don't realize they're in a backslidden state. You know why? Because they were never saved. Y'all playing with your salvation. You being religious. Oh. Religion don't get you into heaven. Isn't that something? You're in a backslidden state. You don't know because you're not saved. You're not saved for real. You don't even know you're in that. I mean, we can just do what we want to do. And respond and act like we want to respond to each other. We can't be saved. Because that's not the behavior of a believer. I'm going to go someplace today. I got some. This is just an appetite. I just want to really understand something. 
Don't come through that door and you ain't saved and you should be saved. That's why the altar is open. That's why you can repent. The door's not shut. Man. But you got that. You got people who just doing, the church is going on. they just outside doing whatever they want to do. And they don't realize that this could be their day. Yeah, but not scary enough. Not scary enough to make them want to stop what they're doing. And come on in. Mm -mm. No, no, no. No. So it's going to be just like in Psalm of Psalms. They're knocking, the lover is knocking, trying to get in. And the door is shut. Which side are you on? You outside or you on the inside? Saved people are on the inside. The ones who are not saved, who want to get in, they're on the outside. But they know the house. They're knocking. But the door is closed. Can't get in. No conviction. We just come to church. We can act like we want. We can do what we want to do. No conviction. Because Satan has numbed you to righteousness. He's numbed you. I say something to you. I, I get convicted if it's not in the will of God. And I have enough of my mind in my constitution who I am to recognize it. I'm, my mind is not seared in that area. It does matter. How I speak to you. Because I have to understand that I'm speaking to Christ. Not Melvin. And I'm speaking as Christ. To Christ. Now we have good communication. So I can do the same thing when I talk to you, Ephraim. Same thing. I don't have to, I can speak to you as Christ, not as Rod. See, and if I do that, oh, I'm going to, when I speak to you, my objective or my motive operandum is to protect you. That's my intent of my heart. And God only deals with the intent of a man's heart. Because you can say anything you want. But that's what he deals with. Your heart, the intent, the motive of why you said what you said. And most of us speak out of hurt, not love. What we won't do is get to the center of the hurt. You know what a fool is? Can I tell y'all what a fool is? This is a fool. That the person does the same thing over and over again and expecting change. That's a fool. That's a fool. That's what the Bible call it. I'm doing the same thing over and again, but I want, 
I'm expecting a different change. I'm expecting a different outcome. That's a fool. And then somebody even tell them, that's wrong, and they still insist. So your heart is darkened in that area. It's a filter. Can't no one get in. So now you can't hear God. What you do is choose when you want to hear God. And I want to tell you something. Guess what? It ain't God. Because you can't choose. Except to hear your own God. Yeah? Men don't. Men, men, you're supposed to be children of the light. Okay. Ooh. Feel good. This is, this is a good message. <laughs> Who the sun set free is free indeed. You don't come in here and you want to be bound. You can come in, but you should not leave bound. You should be set free. Okay. Go to Matthew. Do we need to go to Proverbs 12 1? Go to Proverbs 12 1. Just a reminder. Read it. Proverbs chapter 12 at verse 1. To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. Read it again. Read it again. I need everybody to look at the screen. To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. See, once you get that in your heart, you'll be, you'll be teachable. Now we can go on. Go to Matthew 10, 39. Just want to make sure we see this. Oh, me too. Hmm. Matthew chapter 10 at verse 39. Yeah, amplified? Yeah. Whoever finds his lower life will lose it, the higher life. And whoever loses his lower life on my account will find it the higher life. <laughs> Read that one more again. Whoever finds his lower life. Hold on, stop right there. You got to find that one too. Whoever finds... Uh-oh, and it made it personal. Stop looking at somebody else. It's yours. Personal pronoun right here is yours. Don't look nowhere else. Don't stop asking questions. Why are you doing this? Find your lower life. Okay? Lower nature, you know. <laughs> Go ahead. That's the one you don't, once you find it, you don't want to give it up. Come on. Whoever finds his lower life will lose it the higher life. And whoever loses his lower life on my account 
will find it the higher life. It said for the sake of the gospel or the kingdom. So that's the only place you're going to find your higher life. So stop looking in self-helps. Stop looking at people who are not authorized to speak into your life. That's another thing. Y'all got to stop that. I don't care who the entertainer is. And you got some preachers who are entertainers. I'm just going to stay there right there for a minute. All right. I'm careful. Just because a person has a platform, access to the media, the medium. I still got to qualify you speaking to my life. Yeah? Y'all at a good place. Y'all at a place of truth. See, you should come in here to be told the truth and be mad if the truth don't come. You should be upset if you're not preaching me the truth. I'm going to show you scripture about that too. Yeah, it's no conviction. You came to church, all I heard was how great I am. Hello? That don't humble you. That don't want to help you want to help the, the needy. understand what's happening to our churches. You don't choose. God said, I would give you pastors after my own heart. I'm going to do it. Because I'm going to bring you to one that the one that's going to bring out of you that new life. See, this is the problem. This is why people don't want to come. You got to have a hard time coming to walk a ministry. Because I'm going to tell you the truth in love. I mean, audacity of us when it comes to God and where he placed you. He said, I plant you. No fear. No conviction. All right, I'm going to get it. Another thing here. We, we've forgotten what our huffed up churches and pious. We've forgotten that we got to get in. We have forgotten that we got to get in. Mm, 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 mm. No, 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 no. We have really forgotten that we got to get in. Oh, my God. I don't know about y'all. When I leave this earth, I want to get in. I don't know about you. But when I leave, whenever that is, I want to get in. He's right. 
He said it's better to go in with one eye, one hand, one foot than to go into hell whole. I want to get in. And we're not living like we want to get in. We don't come to church like we want to get in. We don't teach or preach like we want to get in. You don't come to hear like you want to get in. That's why I'm in it to get in. I'm not getting in it not to get in. I'm not laying down my life, giving up everything not to get in. That's how we live in. John, I want to get in. And when I get in, I want to see you there too. You're going to look at me, I'm going to look at you and say, we got in. Good God Almighty. Come on, Deja. We're going to shout right now. We got, we got in this thing. Woo! My God. I remember that preacher, that teaching you taught, Father, and, and, and Pastor, and it straightened me up. And you showed me what I was doing wrong. And, you know, because I believe in my heart, I got in that day. That's the day I got in. I didn't get mad. I didn't take an offense. I grew that day, and I got in. Jesus, my God. That's why you're here, so you can get in. Woo. You got to pray and wife so I know you're going to get in. Push him. Push him all the way. Because he got to get in. My God. Woo. Tell him, get up, baby. Did you pray today? How was your heart toward me today? Come on, we got to get in this thing. Don't be selfish. We want to get in. <laughs> Y'all living like you don't want to get in. Damn. Woo. Oh, my God. That's right. Hey. Hey, no other option here, man. Get in here. <laughs> that's, from, that's from BTW. That thing just getting in your bones, man. You be going in there, boy. I feel like doing all the moves right now. Because I'm learning them. <laughs> no, stop. I'm learning the moves, man. I'm learning them. Woo, here we go. Man. Okay. Woo. I told you I don't know about y'all, but I want to get in this thing. All right. The Bible says this, Minister. Minister Brian. He said that the righteous, the righteous scarcely get in. I know. You've been in this thing for 60 years. Read your Bible four times a day. I know you love everybody. You're a tither. I mean, you've been forgiving everybody. I mean, you got great works before God. I mean, you've done everything that you're supposed to. You kept his commandments, all that. And he said, all that, you scarcely. You scarcely get in. That person who lived holy, a pure life. Prophetess going to scarcely get in. Now you got people who are doing and living right and doing all these things and all that, and you're not doing half of that. Are you getting in? 
You're still smoking. You're still drinking. You're still lying. You're still watching porn. You're still masturbating. You're still doing all these adulterous things. Are you thinking you coming in here? Still, hands raised. And he said, that person that did all of that, scarcely, barely, get in. Where are you? Where are you today? If he would come right this moment, in this building, right now, with what's in your heart right now, would you get in? No, but you're living like you're going to get in with that stuff in you. No conviction. None. And the righteous. Scarce. That one that's living right, doing everything, keeping all the commandments, loving, I mean doing everything. And they said, that person, you scarcely get in. And you're not doing 1% of that advance, yet you hear. If he would crack the sky right this moment, where would you stand? You know what? No, no, it's not because we don't live like that. We do not receive the gospel like that, like the Thessalonians. No, we do not. Because we think it's a far off. We think it's a far off. We live like he's never coming back. That's why I can treat you the way I treat you. I have no conscience of that. I'm just mad. Bible said, don't even break bread with that angry man. Yet alone marry him. Spend your life, cut the covenant with him. He has no repentance in his heart. That worked for her, too. There you go. Mm -mm. That worked with her, too. Mm-hmm, sure do. There's no fear in God. We come to church, there's no fear in God. There's no fear. Do what I want to do, how I want to do it. No fear. Serve him the way I want to serve him. I got news flash for you on that one. Are you in? Or are you out? There's a, a behavior that goes with your Christianity. That is required. I've given you my spirit to bridle your tongue. Except you choose. What? You're letting the, oh, I got it. That's the carnal man. That's the lower nature. That's ruling. Not the higher. How come y'all just don't go in? Bust the door down to your boss, I'm going to cuss him out and leave. How come you don't do that? I want to know how you make that choice not to do that. 
So you can make the choice not to respond. How you going to do that? Do you choose to do these things? You choose to do these things. Dejan, do this for me. Do me a favor. Do this for me. Take that off the black one. And I put it on your arm. We both made choices. I, I, just, I just made a simple choice. He made a simple choice to receive what I gave him. He made a simple choice. No question. There was no question there. And, and that is one I just got in his favorite, but it's yours. See, it's a, it's a, it's a choice. I made a choice. So you can make a choice to do the same thing. In any situation, anything that you hold, that you hold dear, you can choose to give it away. That's what God did. He so loved that he gave. And you received. That's what the gospel is. When we come and teach, you should come here to receive. Freely, didn't cost you nothing. Just my heart towards you. I made a choice. I, I let y'all see. Y'all saw it right then. I made a choice of something that I possessed. I made a choice to give it. I'm trying to show you you can do the same thing. You know that anger that you hold on to is yours? You know the words that you use and you covet, they're yours? You can choose. See, but you possess them. And they're yours and you don't want to give them away. But I gave it away. And you can do the same thing. You can give that anger. You can give that content and Whatever that is, that anxiety, you can give that to God. And then you can walk in peace. And I don't feel anything because I know I place it in good hands. I know I place my heart in good hands. See, see that's what it is. With husband and wife, you ain't placed the, the heart in the good. Teacher, man, I'm just trying to tell y'all. Y'all need to stop playing with God and saying you saved. You need to stop playing. Hmm. 
That's nothing. We think we can live any kind of way, and God will accept it. We think we can live our life as a believer any kind of way and still get in. Yeah, you do. You know why? Because you're still doing the same thing and want the same results. Told Star, Minister Star, if she want to do it right this time, she's going to have to do something different. And she became wise. You want to do something, you, you want a different outcome, do something different. Say something different. Respond differently. Don't do the same way because you're going to get the same thing back. And men, your wife is an incubator. She just delivers what you put in her. So don't be mad at her, be mad at you, men. I speak from experience, but I, I learned quick. <laughs> I would. And you know, we got two strong personalities. And we short. <laughs> you know, just something about this altitude that, you know, <laughs> just make you mad. <laughs> what? Okay. I had I got over that a long time ago. I got over that. I got over that. All right. Man, here we go. Teacher. Oh God. Matthew <laughs> five eight. Matthew five eight. There's so much I wanted to cover today. I ain't get a chance to do nothing. You ready? Go ahead. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 8. Blessed, happy, enviably fortunate, and spiritually prosperous, possessing the happiness produced by the experience of God's favor, mm. and especially conditioned by the revelation of his grace, regardless of their outward conditions, are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. So with your heart right now, would you see God? Because that's us. I know y'all think it's sort of different categories. No, that's all of us. That's the fruit of the Spirit, not the fruits. It's the fruit. Okay? Read this again, because I think we're missing what this what we're saying here. Y'all need King James? Read that scripture again. Blessed, happy, enviably fortunate. Look into that. 
and spiritually prosperous, mm. possessing the happiness produced by the experience of God's favor, and especially conditioned by the revelation of his grace, regardless of their outward conditions, are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. That mean I got in. Don't, don't you want to get in? Yes. This scripture is so blessed, happy, enviable, fortunate, spiritually prosperous. There's your prosperity. Mm -mm, mm -mm, you want money. See, that's earthly. It's going to fade away, decay. Possessing the happiness produced by the what experience of God, the intimacy, the intercourse of God. See, that's love. Love is an experience. When a man loves his wife and he knows his wife, it's an experience, an expression of a physical act, but it's actually spiritual. It's called worship. Anytime God is present, it's called worship. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know if y'all got that. When I speak kind words to you, teacher, when I minister to you in your affliction, it's called worship. When we may not be in agreement, and I say, nevertheless, let's make this right. It's called worship. It's called agreement. That's called the covenant. They don't just have to work with husband and wife. They can work with brother and sister in Christ. Mm, mm, mm. I hope y'all got this. This is not, but it is, but it ain't. I mean... Did y'all see that? Pure. To have a clean heart. To be unspoiled, unmixed, unpolluted. To be cleansed, purged, forgiven. To be holy. To have a single purpose that God has the glory. Pure in heart. A person who's pure in heart. He lives a clean life. That should be all of us. He keeps himself unspotted from the world. Oh, y'all don't want to talk about that. He washes his heart from wickedness that may be that that he may be saved. He washes his heart from wickedness that he may be saved. Wicked, twisted, what you think. He obeys the truth through the working of the Holy Spirit. That's why you need Holy Spirit. And when Holy Spirit comes in your life, he don't just come in for a moment and leave. He said that he, the Father, and the Spirit come in and dwell, make they abode. That means he stay put. 
So now I'm thinking, how come we act the way we act sometimes? Where the Holy Spirit go? He's the one that brings conviction. So if I speak ill to you, act contrary to the word to you, it can't be the love of Christ in me. It can't be Holy Spirit. There's no conviction that I did it. So I keep on doing it. And then I keep on doing it. It becomes natural. Now it becomes part of now of my character. Now, when it's time for me to go beyond my character, I can't. And then when I can't go beyond my character, I get mad. Because somebody's going to cause you to go beyond your character and you can't, you don't have it in your character to do it. So you get mad, frustrated. It ain't what you say, it's the character. They can't go beyond their character. Oh, amen. That's what we're supposed to, that's why you know it's supposed to be preached word today. And that's what happens. This is why husband and wife argue. It's because you're putting a demand on somebody's life to go, them to go beyond their character, and they can't. So their natural response is to be frustrated and emotional and mad. And then when I'm mad, I bring up everything in the past. Dig it right on up. Boom. All right. See? Really, this is the elementary stuff. We're still learning how to behave. How to share. That's so good. We're still learning. Like, give me them big blocks. I want the big blocks. Give me them. We're still learning how to do that. It's the elementary stuff right here. Can't go on to the more advanced teaching. Because you still have need of milk. Mm. It's called right there. Okay. All right. Big car still on milk. Big Avery still on milk. We sit at the table having steak. Even with his bottle. You know, one with the two handles. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just that don't even look right, do it? That don't even look right. Look how big that man is right there. That don't even look right with him with a bottle. Shoot. Don't even look right. Don't look right in the spirit. Don't even look right in the natural. Okay. <laughs> Can I move on here? I got a question. You don't have to answer it. So is Satan against religion? You don't have to answer it right now. Some of you are going to say yes. Some of you are going to say true and false. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. All right. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Who's that right there? Freedom. Okay. <laughs> hold on, Freedom. <laughs> Let me say this. Man. God is good. I used to have a real good friend. Her name was Freedom. And no longer. But now, I got another Freedom. It's good. It's awesome, man. I love it. God is so good. Got a husband named Roderick, too, like mine. Hey, God is awesome, man. I love that. 
See, with God is in the details. He's saying something to me. Mm. So it's like he's preaching. I'm preaching to myself. I love it. He said, you need a visual. <laughs> okay, thank you, Lord. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. So Satan is not against religion. No, he's not. You'll find out that Satan usually, or he uses religion. Uh, this, is one of his, this is one of his chief tricks, tools, weapons, however you want to put it, schemes. Now watch this. The very first temptation, would y'all agree, was in the Garden of Eden. It was a religious temptation. Look, it was a religious temptation. It was a temptation not to be ungod. It was a temptation to be God. Woo! It wasn't a temptation to be ungodly. It was a temptation to be godly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, y'all, get, y'all been taught so wrong. Okay. Listen to that. Listen to that. He told Eve, if you do this, you will be like God. It wasn't a temptation to fall down. It was a temptation to climb up. Uh-huh. That's what he did. That's what it, it wasn't. See, uh-uh. It was a temptation to climb up to be as God. But he told Eve, you got to do it my way. That's the shortcut. Oh, I told you, you can't take shortcuts. No shortcuts to take. This is why Israel could not enter. When they left Egypt, they couldn't enter in to the promised land because they were not ready. They weren't ready to possess the promise. See, you got to be ready to possess the promise. So that whole generation had to die off and a new generation had to be born and birthed and listening and being disciplined to the things of God. That's how they got in. So some of you might be in here, you might not get in, but your children will. Because you're stubborn. You, you, you're still Israel on the exodus. And the ones that did not obey. I know Janae getting in. Okay. Y'all missing it. Here we go. Did y'all get that? Come on. My time is almost up. Because I'm going to be honoring me right today. My wife. Y'all know this is the battle every Sunday, right? <laughs> Thanks for the encouragement. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, here we go. What we got to stop doing is allowing Satan to counterfeit our faith. You do. One, first, stop letting him use you. The reason he can counterfeit because you don't know the truth. Okay? 
This just talking today. I'm just talking today. Yeah, I got a whole lot of stuff, but I'm just talking today. Just you know, kind of like side note, side note. Uh, but it's relevant, though, ain't it? Mm. All right. Okay. <laughs> Stop letting him counterfeit our faith. And he only can counterfeit our faith because we don't know our word. And then this shows that you don't know our word because to know his word is to live his word. To know his word is to live his word. You can't live his word unless you lay down your life. The lower life. And take up the higher life. For the gospel's sake. Okay? Are y'all learning something today? Nothing worse than being in something and you don't know how to function in it. Nothing like being a father. I don't know how to be a father. Nothing like being a mother, and I don't know how to be a mother. It's some evil out there, y'all. It is some evil in the world that you live in. But I'm going to need you to know that you are a child of the light. See, so much that I want to unfold with that. Don't have the time today. But we will. This is a problem. If you never feel that you've met the devil, simply because y'all are going in the same direction. I'm talking about as a believer. Mm-hmm. You haven't met him because you're going in the same direction. But if I'm going in my direction, Dejan, and you're going in yours, oh, we're going to meet. At some point, we're going to have a collision. We're going to collide. We're going to have an encounter. <laughs> now, is that God's permissible will or his perfect will? <laughs> Whatever it takes to get you to do the will of God. You can do the will of God if you have his desire in your heart because your desire will take you to your destiny. Oh, that's poetic right there. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Okay. The worst thing is to think that you're saved and you're not. This is what he tries to do. with The worst thing is to think that you're saved and you're not. Does it sound different on this side? The worst thing is to believe that you're saved and you're not. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. But you still want to go to church. Ain't that something? I'm not saved, but I still want to go to church. I'm not saved, but I still want to go to church. You got to be careful with that one. See, I told you, you know of God. 
You know of him, but you haven't experienced him. A lot of churches, they know of God. They teach of God, but there's no experience of God. And I told you, if you ever have an encounter with God, you're not going to run from God. You're going to run to God. If you really ever had the manifestation of the glory of God in your life, in worship, in prayer, in praise, you're never going to run from God. You're going to run to God. Mm -mm -mm. I thought the whole church would have said, do the chairs over and yes. Right. All right. That didn't move you. Let me see this way. What Satan will do for you then is what he'll create. And many of our churches are like this. He'll create a counterfeit church. He'll create a counterfeit church that looks like, sounds like, feels like the church of the living God. And you have no idea that you are in a counterfeit church. I can give you a sign that you know you're in a counterfeit church. Or not. That to be look like, sound like, feel like, taste like. It's the church of the living God and you sit in there in a counterfeit church. And you can't tell the difference because it's how you feel. No conviction. Just a bunch of self-help. Just a bunch of earthly wisdom. No sacrifices required. Man, he taught and preached today. And what's required for you to be saved hadn't been taught. We focus on so many things in the church. And none of us are even aware of the imminent coming or his immediate presence. He could be here in any moment. And we're living like it's never going to happen. So I'm going to teach you all kind of things for your own soul. I'm going to teach you some soulless things and no spiritual things. So I'm not preparing you for the day, the terrible day of the Lord's wrath. What happens on that judgment day? And it's coming And the church. has never been taught about judgment, the day of judgment that's coming. You should not, you're not supposed to be caught unaware. You're supposed to be sober-minded, awake, ready, waiting for the coming of our king. No, we're not. The church don't live like he's coming. How I treat you shows that I do not believe you. How I respond to you shows you that I do not believe you. The things that I harbor in my heart shows that I do not believe that he's coming. Because if I really understood and was taught about the coming of God, oh, I would be fearful. 
living my right. I'll be rushing out to the lost and I'll be getting my family in. No, we don't live like that. They've taught us to be selfish. So to give. So, so to get instead of so to give. Y'all missed it. They teach you to so to get instead of so to give. This is what happens. Second Timothy 2. Second Timothy 4, did I say? And I'm going to end right here for right now. Second Timothy 4 and 3. Amplify. I want to break it down, but I'm not going to have time, but you need to hear this. Okay? Second Timothy chapter 4 and verse 3. For the time is coming when people will not tolerate or endure sound and wholesome instruction. Mm. But having ears itching for something pleasing mm. and gratifying, they will gather to themselves one teacher after another to a considerable number chosen to satisfy their own liking and to foster the errors they hold. The errors that you hold. This, this is so important for us to understand the counterfeit church and how the counterfeit church manifests itself in the church of the living God today. It's because of this scripture right here. Because they cannot endure the truth. And you're supposed to be lovers of the truth. This is how the great apostasy happened. Out of all the churches in Asia, seven churches, only one, the church of Philadelphia, held fast to their faith. All the other ones failed. Where are we? Where are we? See, that's why you just can't go to any place. You have to go where God sends you. He, he just told us something. All the churches failed except one. How many denominations? How many churches do we have? The word of God does not, listen, it doesn't cancel out. It's a revelation. Prophecy is for then and afar off. All of the churches failed, except one, the church of Philadelphia. Philly, brotherly love. How did you get in? Man, God, I'm, I want to make sure that that's us. I want to make sure we're not all the other churches. I want to make sure that we are the Philadelphia. Brotherly, delay, delay where you get Philadelphia from. The city of what? What church made it in the end? The church of Philadelphia. That's why we have 1 Corinthians read every day that we come in here. Because I wanted to come from your conscious to your subconscious that is now part of your nature, part of your character. 
So now you can go beyond. You can't even worry about going beyond your character because when you have love, there's no law against it. That's supreme character, the character of Christ. Amen. Amen. Man, I hope y'all got it today. Teacher, I'm done. Woo, look at the time. I did it. Oh, man, I have so much more to say. But I'm going to be obedient. Plus, I'm hungry. <laughs> He's honest. Can we give God a hand clap of gratitude for the engrafted word of God that's able to change our very life and our soul, our, our way of thinking, our reasoning, our intellect. Pastor was teaching uh, last week in regards to um, dull hearing, which in essence means the declining Christian. And uh, I am that reminding or reminder to sound off within you to not become a declining Christian, to really hear the voice of God through the man of God. We have to get past personality. We have to get past your preference. You don't have a preference in the kingdom of God. I say it again to your lower nature. You don't have a preference in the kingdom of God. You have no will in the kingdom of God. Because you've given your will over to the Father. And until you can do that, you are still living a life outside of the kingdom of God. And you can continue to go on to say, well, you don't have a hell or heaven to put me in. You can't judge me. But no, I can. Because you're not the world. You're the body. And the word of God said that we can rightfully, righteously, Judge the body. Because we are to hold each other accountable to not bring shame to the cross of God. We have to come to a place to where we're no longer going to say anything out of our mouth. The minstrels, I tell you, it's nothing that I wear and put on that I can't get ugly for God. I'm going to tell you, I, that's all right, brother. I can actually, you know, you come a certain way. But when I get in the presence of God, I, 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 can't, I can't take me there. I'm about to go right crazy right now in the spirit of God. I can't. <laughs> I tell you, I, 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 when I get into the presence of God, Nothing matters. I'm not aware of who's here. I'm not aware whether I'm disturbing your praise. Because if you're really in there, I couldn't disturb your praise. All I know is, is that God has called us. And for those who have answered, you have a way of life that you are required to live. You know, and before God and the people, and, and, and 
I just got a question. I know sometimes when we watch the game or something, you may fall asleep. But I just want to know when it comes to maybe y'all, now when you go and purchase a car or a home, first of all, you do a lot of walking and talking, a lot of paperwork, right? You're basically there all day and night. Yeah, that's true. A cell phone. I just want to know, do you go, do you nod off? Do, do we nod off when we go to purchase the cell phone? The car. But who, I mean, our creator, and I'm going to end here because some of us just can't take much of God. That's what Brandy actually said. Brandy said she wanted to have a second service and, and just let the people that have to leave and do things of the world to go ahead and go. We're not a cult. I want to put that out. We're not a cult. You know? Yeah, they don't listen. They don't listen. And a cult, everybody listen. <laughs> we really love the word. We really love God. And uh, we really love God's people. We really are, we are aggressive about your development and your growth. We're very intentional in how we reach and teach you. Because you are required to live this Zoe kind of life. So we were in Matthew 5, 39. We're 38. Five eight. Go ahead. Matthew ten thirty nine. Yeah. Could you go there, Minister? Thank you. I'm gonna let you go because I know we we're hungry for the natural food and we had to take naps and watch games and <laughs> do the things that glorify you and bring you, you know, you know that it, it gratified the flesh and then. As the minstrels were singing, they were saying that we are to kill it so we can actually talk like God did and, and walk like God did. So it said that we would have to crucify, pass it right, the flesh. But uh, we don't want to talk like God did. We don't want to love like God did. So I'm going to let you go ahead and go home and, and satisfy the flesh so you can go back to your same way of living that's unsuccessful. Right. See, so y'all used to this kind of teaching. You're not used to this. You're not used to the truth because you want to go back and do the same thing. Yeah. I'm just saying. What are you really going to live this Zoe kind of life? And I want to bring a disclaimer because I, I want to answer the spirit earlier. Is that, you know, pastor talking about drinking and smoking, right? It's not a sin. And no one would have seen you to hell if you drink. I want to answer that spirit because I know you said it because you're definitely going to go back home. You're going to drink and you're going to smoke. So um, I just want to. I just want to. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I want to answer the spirit. I, see, now, y'all don't want to be truthful. I love truth. You know? 
Now, if you don't love truth, you won't be able to, you know, continue coming to walk in ministries. And that's why many have left in return, if they be honest. Okay? Cindy, you be honest. Cindy is my sister. And she has left. But this is why we don't have membership. Right? We don't have membership. You know why? Because when you, when you, first of all, you're not ours. So when you leave and I see you in the mall, I'm not mad at you. You're not speaking to me because you don't go to look to my church anymore because it's not my church. Because you are the church. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just saying. No, no I'm just going to put it. I want to just answer. You stay where you at, Pastor, because you, you, you're start again. Stay where you at. And so when it was saying to live like God did, you can actually do that. That means to actually be at peace. Command peace in your home. And first, in your home. Look, in your home, in your mind. You know? It's hard for me to get up here. You know why? I feel so much like Apostle Paul, Miss. And also Jeremiah, like you, you know that the hearts are like stone. You know this is the people who don't want to receive your word, going to reject, look, going to reject your word, not reject me. They're going to reject your word. And it's hard for me to do it because even while I'm sitting in the seat, I'm, certain things were happening. And I really, and I, I'm going to address it, address it privately, because it's about the heart. And it's, it's like, while we rate, the enemy get us right while you're in the word. I mean, right after a time of high praise and worship and adoration. Look, and then you get up off the floor, you get, you finish all your screaming, this and that. And then, look, all it takes is a sudden move. I, look, I need, look, I need somebody to know that it's them so I don't have to. I want them to come to me after this. I want everybody here to, to pray and say, why is it me? Is that all it takes is a sudden move. And for me, I know what the sudden move is. And it, just, it brings in my spirit. You know why? Because I'm connected to the body. Disturbance. And it disturbed me for a while till I had to, look, I had to quiet my own, look, I had to quiet the response to the response of the sudden unaware movement. See what it does, it, it moves you so quickly out of love. So, bro, I'm tired of demons. I'm tired of them. I'm tired of them impressing upon the people of God, and they don't know the demon is impressing upon them. And then you still. Either God going to have to totally, I mean, for real, set me down to not speak again, or I'm going to fully say what he has for me to say to the demon that is manipulating you 
behind the scene. I need to, see, because if I don't do that, it's, I, I mean, I don't really love you. Okay. I don't really love you, and I'm sick of the demon keep, see now, you got to know when a demon is really a demon. And I know it's just you. Everything is not a demon. Only 10% is it of, and that's in your feelings and your emotions that he begins to manipulate and work through because you're not operating in love. But the overall greater percentage is you. It, 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 it's like, why do you keep disqualifying yourself? That in the middle of love, you stop loving. Good teaching, Pastor, because you know why? First of all, it's the word of God. Secondly, go ahead and read this. I'm going to let the people out. I'm going to let them out and let the, the influence of the, of the demon that they allow to influence and go on home with them. Go ahead and read. Whoever finds his lower life. Stop. And we talked about it. Whoever finds. When you really have a Jacob experience, you, when you find, see, it, it ticks you off when someone else found it. They see, because then they want to try, try to help you find your lower life. We both trying to find each other's lower life. You have to find your own lower life. <laughs> you have to see you like nobody else can see you because you really know you. You know the unspoken things and the very intent of your heart. Oh, we're going to bring some clarity to the kingdom of God. Because I, I do, I want us to get it in. Because for those who, see, I can have a conversation with somebody I don't know, but they say they're Christian. Then you, see, now you just placed me in the position to hold you accountable because you just said you was a Christian. So I'm going to have to check you, and you're going to have to check me. See, so you have to be willing to be checked. Am I, you good? Okay. Oh, they're looking at me um, so I don't trip. I think, you see, it's one thing to have an armor bear. See, but I'm going to share with everybody. Armor bear is not for them to serve me. It's for me to serve them. I pull them as an armor bear so I can help them, their growth to be expedient. So the time with me is not just picking up and here and, and there you go. It's behind the scenes that you don't see or know is that there is great impartation to develop you as a woman, as a, a woman of God, and as a wife. <sighs> how are you supposed to conduct yourself? How are you supposed to know how to submit yourself under? How are you supposed to be, look, know when to be solid and just allow the word of God to work? And teach that work for the men, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, see, we, we talk a lot on the men. I, see, I'm going to get, you know, the men, I got a soft heart for the men. So I'm going I'm to talk to the woman because 
he don't really talk on y'all that much. But I'm going to talk on you Because I got a soft heart for you. <laughs> See how we balance each other? Amen. <laughs> Is that so this, this lower part of us, the attitude, the things that you know about yourself, but you feel that you own it. This is who I am. And look, but the bad thing is that you're okay being that way. Because it's not about who you are. It's about who you are to become. That's the problem. It's not, you don't need to be who you are. You need to become. Oh, I love you, little man of God. I love you. Little Dave, I love, see, so, I mean, just pull, oh, man. I got something great for you, Dave, because you're quiet in your spirit, but you're a deep thinker. And a lot he does not share outwardly. But God is going to answer the things that you hold secretly that you have for those that you love. Amen. I'm not going to go through, through that. But I want to end up with this, um, this teachings about you coming to a place of restored and rediscovered obedience. Restored and rediscovered obedience. You have to come to a place of radical obedience. Radical Intense, so you can have now radical grace, <laughs> radical mercy. Uh, see, it's one thing to have, you see, favor things looking favorable in one place, but not over your entire life. I don't want to just have favor on my job, because the promotion, all the the uh, vice president of Nakis East, and all the other things like that, that doesn't mean anything to me if at my home that I there is no growth there there is no peace there is no elevation there is no next level I need a next level in my home because that makes everything all right but we have to come into a place of restored you have to restore your obedience to Christ. If you restore your obedience to Christ, you'll be able to really, I'm doing really love. And it will be effortless. And the things that are small, I keep saying, ministers come up. 